Podcast like a motherfucker. Welcome back to part two of Amazon Podcast, episode number 14. So, I won a tournament, a big tournament, yeah. in Denmark. And congratulations. Once against again. all the Danes. Yeah. There was yeah. no Dane that was better than me. Ah, oh, come day. on. <laughs> <laughs> you are taunting me. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Uh, so, yeah. Um, how did I do this? Well, it's a very good question, Henry. How did you do this? Yes, Henry, please tell us how you we, won. We have to, you have to interview yourself, right? <laughs> so, Henry, how did, how did you do Mind lock and loaded dice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, well, what uh, what was your idea behind your? What was the tactic that you were going to in- implement to to get this uh, this first place? This momentous victory. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty much. I don't really know. Like my list is quite an all comers list. I like to think. Like I have some bad matchups. Like I I don't deal with one percent so very well, and. Um, but I can deal with monsters. I can deal with big units of infantry. Mm-hmm. Um, I have all the tools there, and I'm fast, so I can get into the place I need to get to when I need to get there. And that was that was kind of the plan. Like just take it as it comes. I didn't really have like an overall strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more like the wild riders go on the flank and kill the chaff, and then come in late game and get in this flank of something. The blade dancers block things and take out the small units, and then the big unit is there to take on the Death Star. I mean, it's not so. Let's, let's, let's just uh, let's just agree to this. Your 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 idea was to like uh, your wild riders were going to win you the game by killing everything on your opponent's side of the table on the flanks. Yeah, I think that's uh, that uh, sounds like something I've heard before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, I fucking hate wild riders. It wasn't, it wasn't rocket science. And no, yeah. I think it was just about, for me, it was, I'm going to go out there and the, the matchups that is good matchup, I'm going to go out there and punch some dick. Mm. And the matchups that are not good matchups, I'm going to stop that dick getting punched mm. and then I'm going to get the scenario. Mm. And that's that's what I did. Um, game one was against the Kingdom of Equitain. Mm. Um, I played a really nice guy called Oliver. Mm. I think he was from Aarhus. Uh Basically, he had three Pegasus Knight characters, all with one plus armor saves. Mm. So I was like, "Shit, it's fast and it's got a good save." And they had like all the virtues in the world, but I don't really care about the virtues too much because I have no big monsters. Mm. Um, I have the Stag Lord, who's toughness five. That can he can get ruined by one of those guys. But apart from that, I didn't have anything that he could actually touch me with. Mm. So the the Stag Lord kind of avoided those the whole game. Mm. He had three. Three units and knights, which were scoring units, and the scenario was banners, so I had to kill the banners. So I obviously chose the three small units of knights. Mm. Then he had one big unit of knights with the two characters, the two wizards in. Yeah. So five characters. Then he had two units of three Pegasus knights. One unit was a six with the three characters. So obviously that was a a unit that I had to deal with really early. Um, then he had two units of Grail knights, just three guys in like a line formation. Just supporting the supporting the other knights. Um, basically, what happened was he deployed really, really long across his deployment zone, which allowed me to choose my matchups. On the left, I just got one unit of wild riders and said, 
I just put it right in front of his unit of knights and said, you can charge me if you want, I'm going to kill you when you charge me. Because yeah. I have, each one has three attacks with the paired weapons. I strike first and I'm strength for armor piercing. Mm. So it's twos, then threes, and then he's got a four plus save, mm. which is what happened. Actually, he, I, I explained this to him and then he's like, okay, I'm not going to charge. So I charged him and killed him. Yeah. <laughs> charge me and I kill you. Uh, if you charge me, I'll kill you. So well. he yeah. decided to, because to, they're frenzy, he decided to make them run off the table. And mm. then he was like, okay, well, I'll take that unit out. But then I got a banner. So I was like kind of playing to the scenario because it was a bad matchup for me. Mm. Uh, with the other unit, I charged my other unit, Wild Riders, into the Pegasus bus. Mm. And I challenged with my champion hoping that he would fluff his attacks or I'd be able to cast my asthma on him mm. and so I would just have the champion staying there for a turn and I could then use the other wild riders to kill the pegasus knights mm. and then he'd just have the three characters and I also played a card in this game which stopped the flying movement mm. and I chose it to have to choose the turn before the game and I chose turn three and I did it and I charged in on turn one so that on turn two, the champion would be there, and then turn three, he would be stuck on the ground. Mm. So I kind of played to this card, and this is exactly what happened. Mm. So the champion challenged, he fluffed his attacks, and the champion was left alive, and I killed enough knights that caused him to take a break test, mm. even though all my wild riders died, um, which was exactly what I was planning on doing. So then his all, all three of his characters were stuck there for four turns. Nice. Because of the no-fly. Yeah. And then I dealt with the rest of his army with shooting and my block just made his, his big unit of knights run away because they didn't want to charge in. Yeah. And it ended 10-10, but I won the scenario because I killed more banners. Yeah. So uh, 15-5? Yeah, 15-5 overall. Yeah. Yeah, so that yeah, was pretty much fun tournament. Yeah, game one. Um, one other highlight was the Staglord charging into one of his banner units and doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I didn't kill him. I didn't kill the champion with the, sta with the, with the general. The stag actually had to headbutt him to <laughs> off the horse because I couldn't go anywhere with seven attacks, re-rolling to wound. I couldn't kill one guy. Oh, rough man. Yeah. How about you, game one? Game one, I was uh, playing against uh, a super nice guy. Uh, he was playing uh, the demon, what's he called now? Demon Legions. Demon Legions. Yeah. He was uh, running a, a, a no magic uh, list yeah all, for fluff love all, it all corn uh, <laughs> all corn uh, all, uh, all, all wrath, wrath. Uh, as it's called now uh, oh he's a man after my own heart uh, and uh, and with with us total magic dominance all game uh, I I just had stuff on him did he run the the greater demon of wrath yeah he was running the, the scourge of wrath yeah I don't know the blood thirst scourge of wrath scourge of wrath yeah now? So that's what um, so you got down the notification names. <laughs> the Scourge of Wrath? Scourge. Scourge of Wrath. All right. Scourge uh, of Wrath. I, I really had a hard time with that guy. I didn't know what to do with him, but I was I threatened him with the Jesslias, uh, so he didn't really yeah, want had, to. He had enough shooting, right? Cannons and the Doom Wheels. Yeah, but the, but he was running the, the, the big demon in the center of his army, so the Smart. Dreadmills had really hard time getting yeah. to him. Uh, that's one of the problems with the Dreadmills. Red that's... Perhaps one of the reasons why you would run a cannon instead. Um, but uh, so he was running him in the center, so my dreadmills couldn't do anything about it. But he couldn't really get him into any fights that he was looking for. He was looking for a fight against my 
my mage bunkers and stuff like that. Yeah. He didn't want to run him against my plague pendulum unit or the slaves. He didn't run a fight. Slave is the worst thing to yeah. fight. And he doesn't really want to try and match up against the dreadmills because that's that can end horrible for him. So he didn't really have any good matchups, and with the with the big demon. And in the end, uh, I've uh, he he kind of did a split deployment. Uh, trying to outflank my pendulum units, uh, which I positioned in the center of the board. Yeah. But my bed line was just too wide. He couldn't get onto my flanks. Okay, what, what else did he have in the army? Did he have... He had the... uh, two, two blocks of uh, of uh, demons, close combat demons, strength five, yeah. with the hill swords. Uh, okay. I don't remember the name of the, of the model. Me neither. Uh, and... <laughs> 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 Drink? No. Um, so... Uh, he had two two big blocks of infantry, and uh, and some other some other small stuff like some chariots, I think, and stuff okay. like that. Just some just some small stuff on the flanks, and the, the two infantry blocks were the big thing. And uh, my my catapult just did great work against one of them uh, in turn one and two, and then my pig pendulum charged into one, one shot it. Uh, like fifty uh, killed like twenty guys <laughs> all instantly. See you later, uh, boys. Uh, oh. So boys, <laughs> strength. Uh, Toughness, toughness three, and uh, when all was said and done, he just crumbled for the last wound. Okay. Uh, how did you actually kill the the big scourge of wrath? Yeah, because in the end, uh, I killed everything around him, uh, and then he was trying desperately to, to do something with him. So he so he flew the scourge of wrath into the, like the center of my army to try and get a charge <laughs> off on my mage bunker in the last turn, and I just pointed everything at him. I had two flamethrowers, one from the one from the uh, the vermin, uh, the thunderhawks. And uh, the one that I had moving on, around, team, yeah. the one weapon team, um, I they those two flamers got one off, uh, got one wound off on him, and it was a three because they are doing D three yeah. wounds. And he already had taken one wound. Then the Jesleyers did one wound, and then my in the end, <laughs> my uh, my poisoned uh, God of Runners had ran all the way from his side of the board after the demon to to <laughs> to, to get him in the end and. And with the last shooting of my entire army, my last, <laughs> last turn, <laughs> I was like, okay, I have these 18 uh, shots, and if I don't kill with this, boom, I do three wounds. Uh, he, saved, he saved two of them on the, his armor safe, and then this, this, this last wound with the poison attacks from those guys, uh, and, it, and it got through uh, the ward safe, and my opponent is like, okay, GG, you just got 600, 600 <laughs> points or something like that. Uh, so it's a bit like the scene in Lord of the Rings where Boromir is like running through all the orcs, killing them all, and then, yeah. uh, then it just like gets enough arrows in him that finally takes him down. Yeah, in, in the end, in the end, I got him down, but we were just screaming, both both him and I, like, <laughs> last, oh, last, like, last wound I was uh, able to give him, and he goes down. It was beautiful. Was it 20 now? <laughs> Uh, it was actually 18-2. 18-2. Yeah. So he killed quite a bit of yours, at least enough. That... Yeah. Uh, like the most of the Plendulum unit, uh, like he killed a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. Cool. Yeah. So that was game one for you. Um, game two for me. Mm-hmm. This game was against uh, Stefan. This he's the guy that ran the ETC warm-up that we went to in in Yulan. Yeah. Really really nice guy. Uh, this was a weird game. Uh, <laughs> basically, he had the first turn and deployed in the corner. And I deployed in the opposite corner, mm. and it was it was vampire counts. Um, he was playing, and he had like a double terror guys list with loads of infantry, and that was pretty much it. Mm. He had no he had two units of dogs, but nothing else. It was just infantry, two uh, 
Shrieking Horrors and the Wolves. Uh, did he? Did, was it a resurrection list, or did he have a yeah, lot of close combat? Three necromancers, okay. a barrow king, and a vampire with all the von Karst, an unusual build. Yeah, with the grindy, the, grindy meat, uh, yeah, meat with a, stuff. With a potion of strength and um, the regen and the fireborn. Yeah, and uh, the whenever he does a wound, he gets another attack or something like that. No, he had the. Uh, he just had a hand weapon. Okay. No, a blessed sword, same okay. as me. Yeah, and. Yeah, it was the mosh pit scenario, which was basically, we've talked about it before, uh, you, it's a point in the middle of the table, and every time there's, every at the end of every turn, if you have more scoring units than your opponent, then you get a point, and then the, pe- the person with the most points at the end wins. Mm. And on this one, against four or five scoring units of vampire guys, I just played the card that was like, we don't play this scenario, yeah. it's just another day card, and the, the scenario in the end was... Secure target, mm. so there was two two coins on the table, and he made a mistake in this. He put one on the corner, and mm. then I so I put it on the other corner, and that meant that he either had to spread his army out or just take one. Mm. So that, that was perfect for me because I got one, and then he got one. Yeah, and you could definitely pressure the yeah. one that he if he just leaves a unit to yeah exactly. to grab one, you you can pressure that unit really yeah. hard with and, the and that's, exa- that's exactly what happened. Um, I took off. I poisoned off uh, with the sheep dice. I poisoned off his uh, shriek, one of his shrieking horrors oh. t- in my first turn. Yeah. He pushed it up a little bit too far, and I just shot all my poison into it and killed it. Um, and then after this, he was a bit demotivated, and he could see that I was going to win mm. because of the way that the scenario was. And I think he he was like, uh, he was like, we we can just call it now. I was like, no, come on, let's play. And he's like, okay, let's just have fun. And he got his vampire and just put it, moved it 12 inches in front of my army. I was like, come at me, bro. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like, let's play. I was like, okay. And it was like in front of my stag lord. Mm. And I was like, can I kill him? Yeah. Can I, like, is this, is this a good idea to charge him? I was like, what's he got in his vampire? Because obviously it's hidden list. Yeah. I wasn't sure. And um, so I charged in with the stag thinking, okay. I'm a high weapon skill, so I'm hitting on twos. I'm wounding on threes with a reroll, and he's probably got a four plus, four plus regen or four plus ward. Mm. And on a, on average, I should kill him. And he'd already taken a wound from a miscast right on the first mm. turn, so so I was like, yeah, this is this is fine. So I'm I'm just gonna run in and and win the game. I ran in, my staglord, seven attacks. Ah! Did one wound. Oh, man. And the vampire just turns around, potion strength, glug, 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 spanks me, and the staglord dies. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like, come on. Oh. And, then, and then it was his turn, mm. and obviously the other wild riders ran away because the staglord got killed, and they were like, fuck this. Yeah. And yeah, so he ran, runs back into the barrow guard, and I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's there, like, I'm just going to heal my wounds now. Yeah, yeah. Fuck's sake. So yeah, and then then it was like, okay, game on, let's go. And his second shrieking horror ran down the other flank, mm. and um, he for some reason he charged into my dryads, even though he only had two wounds left. Mm. Um, and he moved up the barrow guard to support them, so that I couldn't charge it in the flank. Uh, but what happened was, in my turn, I charged into the barrow guard, and the dryads managed to kill the terrorgeist and charged into the flank of the barrow guard. What? So yeah, let's, let's recap that one. <laughs> <laughs> dryads killing. How many okay, attacks so does the dryads have? They have two each, but I put them in like a long line. Yeah. So 
what happened was he charged he charged into the into the dryads mm -hmm. and he had three wounds left oh no two wounds left so he needs to do two wounds and he managed to heal it one wound in the magic phase so he had mm -hmm. three and my dryads had something like 18 attacks yeah maybe maybe more and i rolled quite well to hit and i was like okay i need to do three wounds and i rolled probably eight dice eight sheep dice and i rolled and it was four sixes. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> six of save." <laughs> and obviously, obviously, he he didn't pass enough. Yeah. I don't think he passed one of them. And then some of drives were free to charge as well. So he put his barrow guard unit up too far, and giving me the option to charge it in the flank with the dryads and in mm -hmm. the front with the uh, forest rangers with yeah. the BSB in, and the vampire was in there as well. And I just gra ground them down over two or three combat rounds, yeah. and the vampire died, and then he gave up. All his army was going to crumble, yeah. and the yeah, pretty much the blade dancers were trying to assassinate his BSB and failed, and the wild riders failed a frenzy test and got charged in the flank by unit of zombies. But apart <laughs> from that, I didn't lose anything else. Okay, nice. Yeah, so that was a twenty nil for me. Grabs. And uh, how about you? Yeah, my second game uh, was against uh, Jens Ole, one of the old. Uh, he, he was the, the old champion, the not champion anymore yeah. of Denmark. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he's a he's an old player. He's a really good player. He used to play on the Danish CTC team, and he was bringing out his uh, Sylvan Elf list. Some a little bit similar to mine. I yeah, I, I think it was very similar. He was doing a, instead of a, a elk character, he was doing the shapeshifter. The shapeshifter character with five attacks and a double wound uh, weapon. Whirlwind, whirlwind blade. Whirlwind blade. Yes, and uh, he was he just almost had the same. Uh, Core set up uh, with the uh, three scoring units and the Heath Riders as a scoring yeah. unit and two archers and one of them with triple triple march banner <laughs> and it was like it was an almost identical list. No forest rangers though. He had the turn uh, the forest guard. Yeah. Spears, right? Yeah, yeah. He had that one. Those instead. Um, he had two two wild huntsmen, I think, because I was looking at his list. Yeah. He had a tree man. Did he have a tree tree no. father? No. Uh, eagle. He had eagles. Yeah, he had uh, three. And uh, he had three uh, bright uh, maidens, right? The the rare fast cavalry with the poison traps. Uh, yes, he had five of those guys. Yeah, I think really without good. without uh, the the mage upgrade. Yeah, but he was running wilderness, not shadow, right? Yeah. So his plan was basically with those guys to uh, fast cav them up and get in my backline and kill off war machines with those guys. Yeah. That was his plan, and it, he never got around to it, but because they were just destroying my flanks on their own. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I didn't really have anything on him uh, except for some rattling on fire, and it's not the most effective against. Uh, With the four plus four saves. Yeah, it's not it's not that effective. Of course, it's very expensive models when they die, but you still have to commit a, a lot of shooting. And he had the blade dancers tr uh, running uh, over the table, trying to get into my and chaffing up my units. So I had to do something about the blade dancers as always, and I it couldn't kill off the entire yeah, units. You have to kill the blade dancers before you get into combat because they're Especially so effective. Because you're because as a, as a vermin player, I'm very when your best combat block has frenzy, it kind of <laughs> really really fast gets to the point where you just has to charge something and to get free, and then you're positioned somewhere off in the middle yeah. of the board. Uh, Getting a weird and, angle. Yeah, and he ha and he has uh, the the wild huntsman to counter charge with, and 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 some of the the hard the spearman unit is not something that you want to run into either. So I think, uh, so I kind of had to do something about the 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 blade dancers, uh, and as always, it, it was a hard 
it was a hard one to to get yeah. to do something about them. But uh, my uh, but in the end, my all my impact hits from the meat grinders, and I actually did a very nice move in which I had a, a three inch gap between my slave and the and my plague monks, just wide enough for my uh, for the meat grinder to charge between the units. <laughs> so I had it lined up. So when he charged my slaves. I sent the I sent the meat grinder in between two of my units <laughs> to hit him in the Forward. front. Yeah, exactly, and and he was like, oh, "What the fuck?" And he hadn't seen that charge coming, and it, it worked out nicely. That's sneaky. That's really yeah, that's yeah. a scaven tactic, yeah, right? or vermin tactic, right there. Um, but uh, but in the end, uh, it was a uh, eight twelve for him. Uh, he just could kill way too much of my stuff. Yeah. Um, and you, yeah, what scenario did you play? I played the breakthrough scenario. Okay, so he played the same card as me. In this yeah, he, he didn't yeah. want to stand in the middle of board fighting uh, yeah. the plague monks. It, it, yeah. it just didn't suit him. Uh, but he could kill off like the dreadmills and all the stuff I had on the flanks yeah. because I have a lot of stuff on the flanks in my army, and uh, they just all it just all died. And my main blocks didn't really get punished too hard. Yeah. But uh, but with all the points that he got from those, and he got the scenario point, the scenario I think as well. Yeah, so he, so won, that's why he won 12-8. He won, went 12-8, okay. we came, came around to it. Yeah, I think... I think um, the Staglord one-shot the, uh, the, the... What's he called? The, 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 his whole character. The shapeshifter. The shapeshifter one-shot the plague pendulum. <laughs> just that's ran sick. in and just... Take it off. Take it with off. This. Like with it, with the double wounds against him. Did you fluff though? Yeah, he 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 got he wounded me four times, and I only did one four plus okay. save. So yeah. so on average, maybe you survive a turn. Yeah, yeah, but next turn he will probably kill me with uh, with that guy. But oh, of course, then if I then I actually yeah. yeah, if I don't kill him because I do a lot of damage. Of yeah. course, but. but I think I think that's how you play against the Skaven or the. Um, this is going to be a long night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're not drinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is how you play against the Vermin Swarm. They're, they're really, really tough army if you can't fight them in combat. Mm. And you can't really fight, no one can really fight them head up. like Because they'll grind you down or the Plague Pendulum will destroy your life. Yeah. So you have to, the way that I, the, my next game was against Vermin Swarm as well. And the way that I, I beat them was that... I kill the small things, the points that I can take, and then the focus on the scenario. Mm. And because the scenario is worth so much in this tournament, then it's really, really important to focus on the scenario. So Actually, when we were talking about the scenario, uh, quite a funny thing happened in game two here. Uh, we had to break through, and I had the shadow with the, the what do you call it, the um, Chariot of Mist. So uh, he was trying to chaff up my... Uh, one of my red arms units that were running for his backline. <laughs> so I so I moved it up, uh, was positioned just in front of uh, his uh, sentinels, the the guys with the, yeah, the Walmart saber yeah. heart, uh, and I I used the chariot of mist to jump over his unit uh, <laughs> and into his deployment zone. <laughs> what happened afterwards though was uh, that his next shooting phase, he turned and shot at my guys and made them all run run away because I only uh, I'm only leadership. Uh, seven on those guys yeah. uh, when they were away from my general and stuff so they ran uh, so I didn't get the scenario but they ran towards his deployment zone but they uh, they ran towards my own deployment zone okay. and they didn't score but he had he, in his turn he triple moved a unit of uh, archers into my uh, deployment zone and in my last turn I uh, I moved a unit of um, no no I, I took my ring of uh, fire and did uh, did eight at, uh, hits eight on hits. him, 
and uh, and got him to panic off the table. <laughs> so we both so we both had each other's uh, deployment zone until our units just everyone ran away. So that's why the, the scenario it got got it was a draw in the end. He just killed more of my stuff. Okay, so that's like a funny game. So yeah, game three. Mine was yep. also against the Vermin Swarm. And this scenario was the scenario called Outflanked, hmm? where you have to push a unit off the table. And um, he was the one that was pushing the unit off the table. And I chose, in this scenario, I chose uh, Sabotage. So obviously I sabotage his Plague Pendulum, so he couldn't choose that unit. Hmm. So the Sabotage card meant that you have to have a unit off the table, and I can choose whichever one I want. Hmm. Um, so I chose the, the crazy unit that I can't deal with. And so he chose the, one of his clan rat units. I mean, he could have chosen the, the pendulum, but I guess he wanted it on the table at the start. And he chose the bunker unit with the wizard and the characters in. Mm. And um, and I got a little bit out deployed in this one because I have to. the scenario says that the person who's trying to stop has to deploy first. And so I put my big block in the middle and my stag lord behind a hill because I didn't want to get him shot. Mm. But that meant that he deployed in the opposite corner and that meant my stag lord had to run all the way across the field to get to the combat. And my block was my uh, forest ranger were blocked by an impassable, so they couldn't really do anything the whole game. Mm. And as soon as my stag lord ran out of cover, he got shot by a cannon <laughs> to the face <laughs> across the table. Yeah. So uh, that didn't go so well. And this game was really tight actually. Uh, it came down to the last turn, and I managed to panic off his unit that was supposed to be getting off the table. Okay. But my strategy here was to bring all my units on in the corner with the outflanked, the corner that he was trying to get to. So he either goes through four or five different units in the corner or he fights my rangers in the middle. Mm. And all my shooting units shot everything I had at the unit. I think I reduced its toughness mm. at one, one time and just shot everything I had at the unit to try and whittle it down. Because if I can get it below 25%, then it's a draw. Mm. And if I can kill it, I win the scenario of five points yeah. and that's what I managed to do in the end he he fled and he didn't get off the table yeah. so I'd uh, and I killed enough that may, allowed me to win the scenario of five five points yeah yeah rats rats that doesn't have uh, many ranks uh, they just run yeah like that was the same problem I had in uh, in the game before at some point you just have one or two ranks left and then you're pretty likely to to run off yeah, yeah so some some highlights of this game was one doom wheel blowing itself up, yeah. and the other doom wheel getting charged by the huntsman, and me casting mind razor on the huntsman, <laughs> and taking the doom wheel off. And <laughs> oh, that's rough, man. <laughs> and, uh, another another highlight was the the Gracier getting chopped up by the blade dancers because it was standing in the front rank, mm. and the BSB getting chopped up by the second unit of blade dancers that charged in after. <laughs> I fucking hate blade dancers. One unit <laughs> kill the general. Or the Gracier, then the other unit can go in and kill the BSB. Yeah. It was like I'll trade, I'll trade uh, 150 points for both of the characters. Yeah. yeah. So that went, that one went okay. I, I ended up winning 11-9 just because he killed most of my army okay. with the shooting. He had two units of Jezios, a unit of uh, the ambushing guys that couldn't ambush, um, three weapons teams, and then four units of slaves. So there was a lot that a lot that got killed in mine, mostly from shooting. Did he have uh, Globadiers in his army? No, he didn't. Okay, That's I haven't actually I played against them for a while. Uh, I'm not using them, but anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. My my third game uh, played the same scenario uh, where my opponent had to push off uh, a a unit from 
and he picked a, a unit of gauze or something like that. Okay. Uh, I was playing a beast herd uh, against a beast herd army, um, and I always kind of felt like beast herds is a decent matchup against uh, against vermin swarm because my combat units are stronger than his, even though he has quite strong combat units. Yeah. He was not running uh, he was not running any. Um, uh, mini towers. I was very happy about that one because <laughs> mini towers against me. That's really that's a really rough with matchup. With the storms, right? Yeah, with the storms and with all the attacks and yeah. all that jazz. Um, and we have same initiative because he's uh, additional Quite hand fast, weapons. Yeah. So, yeah. so so he, but he didn't. He had longhorns instead with great weapons. Uh, and then he threw a lot of characters in there. Yeah, uh, many monsters. Then he had the, the two cyclops things that's throwing a ballist that's throwing the rocks. yeah the rocks yeah, and and uh, I was just lucky he didn't th- he uh, he sabotaged my plague uh, the um, play the plague pendulum, pendulum. Yeah. Uh, so he couldn't throw rocks at it because like if he gets if the plague pendulum gets hit by a single rock he's probably going to lose the, the D three plus one yeah because it's a holy attacks and the only thing he gets against it is fortress won't save. Um, and he didn't shoot you, or even just missed. He just missed, and then I had a storm banner and some some small stuff like okay. reducing his uh, and I and I and I push him really hard, especially with the with the dread mills on the flanks. Uh, my dread, uh, my one dread mill was going for his uh, his uh, gore unit, which was just had additional hand weapons. I was like, okay, I'll... that was the unit that he was trying to get off. Yeah, so I so I was just like, okay, I just gotta stop this. Uh, had my. Uh, I was matching it up actually against my mage bunker with the, the with the meat grinder. Okay. Um, and uh, then I had a, a bit of small shooting uh, against it as well. And in the end, uh, he fled. Uh, <laughs> in the end, he fled with uh, with his uh, important the the unit that he has to push off off. So he ended up all the way in the ba- in his backfield. <laughs> and okay. my and my one of my dreadmills moved all the way around his army <laughs> and just charged it in the in the rear in the end. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it, it, like my dreadmills were just doing doing so much work, shooting off, uh, shooting off cyclops. What was his shoot, What was his magic? His magic. He was running wilderness. Wilderness. Did he have the spear? Uh, no, he didn't have ambush. Okay, because that that makes it really hard for the beastman player because he has a choice whether he wants to shoot your dreadmills or your play pendulum, right? Yeah. And if he's shooting at the dreadmills and the pendulum's free. And if he's shooting the pendulum, then he has nothing to do with the dreadmills. But he had so much ordnance in his army with the two uh, with the two stone throws with holy attacks. Yeah. I really think he should have been able to shoot off more of my stuff. He was just unlucky. Yeah, and he and he prioritized shooting uh, some uh, some shots at the at the jazz leers and stuff. Actually, my jazz leers end up uh, running off the table from a terror test, uh, okay. stuff like that. Um, but. But in the end, my my dreadmills were just doing too much work, and uh, and my pig pendulum coming onto the table in turn two, uh, from from the side, uh, it just did uh, <laughs> it just like he chaffed it up. Uh, it got into close combat in turn five, I think, after killing off some chaff and stuff, and it just destroyed his longhorn unit because I had a rear charge after the longhorn unit pushed into my army. And I kind of chaffed it up, okay, and, yeah. and I charged it with double uh, the two uh, meat grinders, <laughs> the unit of slaves in the flank. So, so this, this is when the meat grinders really worked. Yeah, they, they, these meat grinders, they did, they, they did uh, in total, they did... Uh, Some grilled goat for dinner. Uh, yeah, they did, they did <laughs> massive. I think they killed off like 25 uh, longhorns on their own. 
Like the slaves were going to eat and, them. And the slaves were just hugging them on the side. Nom, 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 nom. And so... <laughs> I saw and, this meat flying around. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and the slaves were just having a ball because <laughs> because I reduced his ranks so much. Uh, so he, he couldn't really do that much damage to my slaves. So I just had him in a, in a tight lock. And then the the pig pendulum just went in for the kill in in the last in the last end, doing yeah just removing his uh, unit off the table, like killing both the characters and uh, okay. and the long hunt. So that one was a twenty nil. Twenty nil for for me, yeah. And um, and highlights from the from the battle, uh, his Jaguar something. Jabba slash. Jabba slash. Jabba walkie. Yeah, yeah something. Jabba something. Jabba, the character, Jabba. it's a it's a monster with the toughness five uh, five wounds or something. Yeah. Uh, he charged into my mage bunker in turn two because there was a very short range between the his deployment zone and my deployment zone, so he could charge in yeah. turn two even through the storm banner. Um, and uh, and he had lost one wound from some some random shooting. I think it was a uh, Jesslia took off a wound on him. And he charges my my mage bunker and my uh, fucking uh, the meat grinder. <laughs> this this thing is just charging him, and, he, and the meat grinder is like. All right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and he just does, does the last four wounds to the to the jab or phone. And my opponent was like, "Fuck this shit! This is going the, down now." As <laughs> the jab walk is like initiative three or something. Yeah, yeah I killed him before he could do anything to me. And I was like, "Holy shit! It's on, boys!" You need to start saying like, "Me grinders, these things are good. You got to watch out for them." Yeah, me grinders. I think they're decent. Uh, Sometimes they charge in and only do like two or three impact hits, and yeah. you just scream your lungs out because <laughs> they have such a big potential, and yeah. you just do nothing with them. But that's scary, and that's yeah, how it should yeah, be, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one-trick ponies, and I think I really think they're doing nice, especially because you you suddenly you have your uh, chaff inside your your big blocks, and you can like push it out if you need to, and you, or you can get this extra charge uh, in that you that you need to from your meat grinders, also to clear stuff like. Uh, like uh, blade dancers and stuff like that. Yeah. Because if if he dance uh, three plus four if uh, first when you when you charge him, yeah, then he doesn't really have anything to to counter you with yeah, because he he's strength three and yeah. stuff like that. So you probably win combat resolution and you'll kill off a couple of guys even through uh, the ward safe. Even through the ward safe. So I think it's a decent. Uh, really, I actually think it's a really strong unit, but it's how, competing how many with. Are they? It's 65. Is it in core? Or? It's, no, it's in special. Okay. Uh, with like the rest of the weapon teams, so he's kind of competing against uh, some of the other weapon teams. Uh, but I think he, uh, the meat grinder, contrib- contributes with something else. Yeah. Like you have the option of doing 46 impact hits against the yeah. Longhorns before they they in do anything to you. I think I killed off. Uh, something like uh, 10 or 12 on the impact hits alone. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> and uh, minus two on armor save, he didn't have armor save against yeah. it. I think it's it's really good. And you were saying that the Skaven lack uh, combat punch. Yeah. And this kind of gives you that element that you're weak in. Yeah. So when you're building the list, you're kind of thinking, okay, how, how, can I, how can I maximize my strengths and minimize my weaknesses? And obviously one of your weaknesses is that you can't fight combat, and yeah. this is helping you with that weakness. Yeah. And if your opponent is playing uh, strong single characters, uh, first turn you can you'll have uh, your characters in your second rank. Uh, so unless he kills off your uh, your uh, your meat grinder, you can stay safe in the back. And if he kills off your meat grinder next turn, you have your your champion to to challenge Same with. Challenge, yeah. So you kind of have two turns or in which you can stay safe with your with your bunker. Yeah. I think that's I think that's nice. Solid. Okay, so uh, game four. Yeah, game four. Game four was against the for me was against the ogre Khans. Mm. So uh, this was 
when I got to the table, I thought this was a good matchup for me. It was the the hold the line uh, objective mm -hmm. where there's three objectives, and if you hold the line at any point, if you hold all three objectives with more scoring units, then uh, then you win the objective. Mm -hmm. But the, it starts after turn two, yeah. so after turn three, if you hold if you have the one scoring unit on each and your opponent has nothing then you win, but if it's contested, then you have to wait until you actually have more scoring units. So I thought, okay, I have four scoring units, and he has, he has also four scoring units. He had uh, two of the scraplings and two big buses with mm -hmm. ogres with characters in. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was a level four and a level two, and a BSB and a, uh, a lord. Like there was, there was a hero unit and a lord unit. He was saying so. Yeah. One unit had the lord in in the middle, and then on the flank there was a hero, two heroes. Yeah. He had three units of yetis and then a stonehorn. Yeah. So he had some of the tricks. I was a little bit concerned about the stonehorn because it's strength seven. But um, as I as I prequel to the at the start with my list, I managed to poison off the stonehorn after turn two. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't too much of a problem. I was actually that's, that's really nice rolling. Yeah. I rolled a lot of sixes for my poisons. Sheep get, dice. Yeah, the sheep dice for the win. <laughs> Just in the first turn they're always really good and then they get really bad. Mm. My magic was awful this game. Mm. I didn't I'd hardly cast anything. Um I was like the first turn I, I cast my asthma to reduce the initiative of his block and then I five diced uh, the pit. Mm. And I rolled a one, a one, a one, a three, and a four, and I didn't cast it. And he was just like, because yeah. <laughs> he didn't have enough dice to stop it. I think it was like a, like a six, a six versus four phase or something. Mm. And and yeah, he, he just he flunked his roll. And I was like, here we go, here we go. Let's get some ordnance wounds on these ogres. But yeah, didn't work out. Um, the highlights of the game were my wild huntsman. So there's three units of yetis, two on one side and one on the other. On the one side where there's just one, I put my wild huntsman in front of the yetis and said, come at me, bro. Because mm. the beauty of them being paired weapons is they're initiative six. Mm. So the yetis, they're initiative three with paired weapons, they're four. And then the minus one to my initiative means I still strike first. Mm. So he can come in and I have 15 attacks with frenzy and paired weapons. Hits on twos and wounds on fours and he's got no save. So if he charges in, I'm probably going to kill most of the unit, if not all the unit. Yeah. So that was quite safe for me. And that's exactly what I did on the other side. He had two units. One of them I shot off on the first turn. Uh, he ran away and then panicked the unit of scraplings, which were too far away from the general way. So that was one flank one. And then the final unit, I just put my huntsman in front of again. Mm. Um, in the, other, the rest of the game, my block fought his block. He charged in. And I stood there in the woods with rerolls to ones and uh, distracting and everything, yeah. and uh, just killed the unit in one turn. And then I turned to face the second unit, and obviously I was a bit depleted from the impact hits, um, and the characters doing some wounds as well. Uh, he charged in again, and I held because of bodyguard. And then in my turn, I just came in and killed everything else, mm. and that was twenty nil. Yeah, and then once again, the the wild huntsman. It's kind of a situation in which the wild huntsman just gets free roam because yeah, he, he because they're initiative six and yeah. that's the paired weapons. Yeah. And as as well as for me, I don't have much in my army that can really handle wild huntsman on the range that the wild huntsman has to charge yeah. from because they have such such a long movement and swift flight and all that jazz. So it's just really hard uh, to do much yeah. about them if you don't really have uh, the shooting to take them off. 
Yeah, a lot, a lot of people ask me why I have paired weapons, and this is a perfect example of why. Mm. Is when you need to when you need to strike someone, at higher initiative than five. When you have spears, you just don't do the job. I mean, yeah, the strength five on the charge, but you have to charge. Mm. And in this case, I can say you can charge me, and I'm still going to win because yeah. I have more attacks. If it was if it was spears, they'd be striking at the same time. I'd probably lose the huntsman. Mm. And I would not be striking with strength five anyway. Mm. But in this case, I'm striking with strength four, an extra attack, and I'm striking first. And the animals, what's the initiative for those guys? Four. Four. So, so they, they wouldn't be able to if no. you if you killed off your guys with the with sujetis, you wouldn't be able to get the wounds from the yeah the, exactly from the, exactly the animals. But the the huntsmen are there even at strength five, they're there to kill armored stuff. Mm. But I find that strength four armor piercing is enough to kill most armored things. Even with a two plus armor save, they're only getting a four plus, and because you have an extra attack, it just makes them it makes them better, I think, and they deal with more things. Yeah, I I actually have the same uh, experience. That strength four armor piercing, I think that's more than enough as the meta is right now yeah. in in Denmark, anyways, uh, because you don't see uh, a lot of cavalry around. No. So usually you'll only be facing off something like a four plus or perhaps five plus from heavy armor something like that yeah uh, that's usually what your what your opponent is uh, throwing at you um, and some some you'll meet three plus but even if you reduce three plus by two and he only has a five plus uh, that's that's more than yeah. enough um, so yeah, I think cavalry's not really been used I didn't see any big cavalry buses at least no. not one plus armor say cavalry buses no you see you had there were some armies with the knight from the knights of Equitine. Yeah, uh, but they're just the characters, one. right? That are yeah. one plus. The even the knights are two plus. Like in the first game when I played the knights, it was the same. Like he could charge in. He's strength five, but I'm just going. I'm going first. Yeah. So take off some. Even if I kill two or three or four, it's yeah. more likely to probably kill four mm. on average. And he's going to do one attack at strength five, and maybe he doesn't hit. Yeah. So four plus. <laughs> I think uh, I think strength four armor piercing is a really nice part yeah. to be in, especially when you're striking initiative six. Yeah. So, so game four for Jonas. Yeah, I was playing the Empire of Sunstar. Sunstar, yeah, and it was a quite a, a normal list. Uh, he had a unit of a big unit of Hilberts. He had uh, two units of Fletchlands with the two buff wagons <laughs> back, filled <laughs> filled all the way. Two cannons on the flanks. <laughs> uh, then he had a uh, he had a wild. He was playing wild magic instead of. Uh, Instead of uh, a light council. Okay, that's and, interesting. Yeah, why, just why is that? To buff the fledglings. Okay. So the, it, it, it was minus five fledglings. <laughs> strength six fledglings. It was it was, oh, it was horrible. It's horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Who was that? Was it Anders Nua? Uh, sorry. Was it Anders Nua? Yeah, it was. Yeah, of course yeah. it was. <laughs> it was old, one, again, one of the old uh, ETC Danish guys, and it was a really cheesy build. Uh, even though he was running a dragon, uh, he oh, was running cool. a prince on dragon. Uh, and that's something new. I think that's I think it's a nice unit because you have your you have your three big tar pits, your three big blocks that can soak pretty much any charge, and then you have the dragon for the counter charge. I think that's a really interesting build. Another a new dimension to the to the empire army perhaps yeah. uh, that we haven't seen before. Uh, and with your when he had two cannons, he kind of had has the option of killing off your opponent's cannons and stuff like that. So I think it was an actually a, a, a quite of an interesting build. In the end, uh, his dragon didn't do much. Um, did you kill it? No, I didn't kill it. Uh, I wasn't able to. He was hiding behind a hill most game, most okay. of the game. <laughs> uh, and when I finally got my 
when I finally got uh, my shadow uh, move with my uh, with the with the flamethrower, and I got into range of his gen of the dragon, uh, I had a lot of easier targets to kill. Uh, usually, you would do the yeah, flamer yeah. against the dragon because you do d three d three wounds. But uh, then I had some stuff like I could shoot his at his both his mages and uh, and his BSB. What was the scenario in this? Were you playing hold the line as well? I was uh, playing breakthrough, so it was about all about getting once again getting your uh, unit into your opponent's uh, deployment zone. And this is kind of what your army is really good at, actually. Well, not when you're facing off yeah, uh, fifty. No, no, the fifty. The uh, how, did you kill the, how did you kill them? I just uh, ran ran in with a. The one unit I ran into with the two meat grinders and the and <laughs> the meat grinders and the meat grinder again. again. <laughs> uh, the, the double meat grinder into him uh, and uh, and then a, a unit of rats and in, and in the end I just won by grinding him down. And the other one I ran into, <laughs> the one, other one I ran into with the with the plague pendulum, uh, a unit of slaves. I had the. I had the the Thunderhawks uh, charging it in the flank with a meat grinder <laughs> again, uh, again the meat grinder, uh, and uh, then I was trying to charge it with a dreadmill as well because I thought, yeah. okay, the extra impact yeah. would be really good. Um, but my dreadmill doesn't make it in. Okay. So it stops like I, I needed two more inches or something okay. like that. So it stops uh, just well. besides my Thunderhawk, and in the shooting phase. Oh, ah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what's coming. Oh, no. You know what's coming. And uh, so, in the shooting phase, uh, my dreadmill uh, cannot uh, pass its leadership tests with a reroll, so it so it shoots <laughs> right into Hulk. my Thunder Hulk. Oh. But it's only strength four, and I'm like, okay, uh, okay, th perhaps nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he had two two wounds left or something from from him from my opponent shooting at it. So I kill off my fucking own uh, Thunder Hulk, uh, and I really needed those impact hits. I was cal I was calculating on doing the yeah, seven impact hits from the. He has seven impact hits when he charges in with the meat grinder, yeah, and, and he has attacks, three attacks yeah, and, a stomp. and a stomp as well. So, oh, so I was calculating no. on this guy doing like uh, seven, eight, or perhaps nine moons or something like that, and then I just shoot him off, giving my opponent one hundred. Were, were, were you rolling sheep dice for your ship test? No, no, I was playing with his dice. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so it ended up only being the slaves and the plague pendulum, and uh, and he kills the plague pendulum in first turn. Of course, flesh and yeah, but but. He's flatulent. He's hitting me on. He's getting plus one to hit. So he's hitting me on force because he gets his he gets his weapon skill three uh, two yeah. from uh, from uh, the plague written from the yeah. from the rest. So he's hitting me on force with the plus one to hit yeah. and, and hatred rolls. and hatred of course. Yeah. So it's basically like a three or four, three or two plus. Yeah, three. Or th it's basically a three plus. Yeah. But he has fifteen attacks, uh, sixteen with the champion because he has two attacks per model and he can have five models in base yeah. contact with yeah. the plague pendulum. So that's fifteen. That's seven. That, it's basically 10 hits on him. Yeah. Then he has strength uh, 5, so he's only wounding me on 4s. So that's 5 hits through. 5 wounds, yeah. 5 wounds. And then I have 4 plus a ward save against it. So it probably would be something like 2.5 wounds. Yeah, yeah. He did 5 straight up. He did 6 wounds to me. I saved 1. And I was screaming at my heart out of rage. Because, because after because it was beautifully lined up. I had if I had killed off the he had five guys left uh, in his uh, in his uh, unit of flatulence. Those five guys yeah, that, uh, that's, that's my that's my Thunderhole's yeah, that, 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 that would have been my Thunderhole killing those guys off and I could have overrun 
with my uh, with my plate pendulum right into his dragon. It was perfectly lined up. <sighs> and after the dragon, he had both his buff wagons. So if I could kill off the buff, the dragon, yeah, yeah. I could have just steamrolled yeah, yeah. that one, and I would have won twenty zero. What was the score in the end? It, the score in the end was a ten ten. Uh, after me making one last uh, horrible horrible mistake, uh, I was uh, lining up. Um, I, a meat grinder, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the meat grinder again. I was lining up a meat grinder to charge uh, uh, a, a, a unit of knights uh, with some with a scoring unit, and uh, then in the back, just behind it, he had his uh, his uh, helpers who was uh, killed. I killed uh, thirty helpers in one turn uh, with a combination of magic and uh, and the catapult, and, he, and those guys they were just standing standing in the corner all game. But in the end, he just moved them outside of his uh, deployment zone to try and chaff me up. And I had a, I had a, a gutter runner on the side who was able to charge him in, in the, the hillbirds in the flank. So the, so it's, the situation was, if I could kill off the t- three knights, nice, yeah. uh, then I could overrun into the hillbirds and, and fight twice if I charged with the, if I charged with the gutter runner. Yeah. But I forgot to charge with the gutter runner oh, no. and I was so late in the game that I wouldn't go like I, I saw yeah. it just uh, just in the next uh, movement phase uh, in the same movement phase I saw it but I didn't want to go oh can I please do this yeah, because we were right. so late in the game yeah. uh, and I wasn't sure that I was going to kill the, the knights yeah. uh, did you kill the knights? I killed the knights oh, I, no. I ran into it <laughs> I got side charged from the, from the dragon uh, into, in the scoring unit uh, it got killed off and I, I just lost and it's and yeah. that's a 10-10. Okay. If I had taken that charge from the God of Runner, I would have uh, won uh, 18-2 or something like that. Oh, ah, that's just, just me. That's just Close. me playing badly. Okay, uh, but it was a nice game. Uh, 10-10 is okay. 10-10 is okay. And Anders yeah. is a good player. So yeah, he's okay. The second so, ETC player for in the yeah. same tournament. I was uh, not, not getting a lucky draw. I played uh, in game five. I played against Tobias. Um, Tobias is a really good player. I played against him before. Uh, I, I beat him last time as well. Mm-hmm. And this game was no different. I, w- I played a really, really... I think this was probably my best game of the tournament. Mm-hmm. I, th- I like to feel I played a really solid game from mm-hmm. the start to finish. I'm really proud of this one. Yeah, so yeah. I've got lots of little details for this one, right? So the the game was um, uh, secure target, so two pennies. Mm-hmm. There was one on the left flank and one in the middle. So... I, I, I did this kind of purposely. I put it on the left so that he thought I was going to go on the left. Mm. And then I put my forest on the left. And there's like a big piece of impassable mm. in like the middle. And then my forest on the left. So I was kind of giving him the impression I was going to deploy on the left. Mm. The first unit I put down was the archers on the left. Mm. And then he put down, I think, uh, one of his scoring units on the left, like opposite my archers. Then I put a unit of blade dancers in the forest on the left. Mm. And then he put down a big unit of dwarves on the left. Oh, yeah, sorry, I should say he's playing Infernal Dwarves. Yeah. Um, he had a big unit of dwarves, a unit of goblins with bows, a unit of goblins with spears. He had four, three units of the Kadim, the mini Kadim guys' infantry, mm. the, the monstrous infantry. Mm. And these are impossible matchup for me because they strike at initiative 10 with strength 4, every model in base contact. So if my wild huntsmen go in, they're gone. If my blade dancers go in, they're gone. So I had to I had to deal with these somehow, right? And this was the only way I could think of doing it. it was like pretending that I'm going to deploy on the left and then deploy on the right. <laughs> and this is, this, is yeah, this is exactly what happened. So I kept deploying units on the left until he put his 
Kadim Titan down on the left. Mm. He put it down as far on the left as possibly on the left. So I was like, yes, okay. And then at this point, I was like, I'm putting my whole army down. Put the rest of my army in the corner on the right. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the, the Dwarf Lord on the bull. Mm. And the, the bull has the same rule that anything in base contact takes strength for initiative 10. And I was like, oh, how do I deal with this bad boy? And he was right in the middle of the army because he obviously put this down last. So that was coming at me full speed. So mm. I had my... I had my block in the behind a hill on the right. I had my stag in the one unit of wild huntsmen on the right. I had my other unit on the flank of the right, the huntsmen. Then I had my skirmish archers in the middle opposite his bull, which was fortunate because mm. they went down last. And I had my scouts, obviously, so they didn't went down last. Then I had a blade dance unit on each side, dryads on the left, and archers one on the left and one on the right. Mm. So pretty much the archers on the left did nothing all game. I think they panicked off the table at one point, um, but they were just shooting things. Um, the blade dancers in the forest, he moved his Kadim up um, pretty fast turn one, and or his turn one, I'd already moved up and shot a few wounds off uh, of various things with my shooting. And then he moved up. I, what I should have done is just blocked him with mm. the blade dancers. And because he, he's frenzy, he charged in. And overrun into hit the impassable, mm. and then he's there for two turns, and then I don't have to deal with it pretty much the whole game at this mm. point. But I forgot, and he moved it past the impassable, but I could charge the blade dancers into the rear, uh, which I did. And he's weapon score five, and mm. I'm weapon score six. And so I was thinking, if I can reduce him by three, his weapon skill, I had double Masma, um, then he hits me on fives, I can do a three plus water dance, and yeah, I'm going to take five strength free hits at the start. I'm going to take seven attacks, mm. but he's hit me on five, so maybe that's only two hits. Mm. And then he's just the Thunderstorm, D6. So I was thinking, okay, if I have two hits at strength seven, four hits or five hits at strength four, and then plus D6, I can maybe, if I roll well on my ward save, he's going to be there for two turns. Yeah. And I fucking cast minus three... Weapon skill, oh. and I fucking had two war dancers left at the end of combat, and then he, that Kadim was done for the game. Yeah. Could not attack anything. I was like, "Do you want to reform and face the war dancers?" Like, no, because <laughs> obviously I get the charge, and they get plus two combat resolution for the rear, and he killed three, so draw combat. Then I'm golden. I think bleed dancers, four plus war save. That should be enough. No. That should be enough. No. Three plus one. And ah, the amount so of good. times, the amount of times I fail those three pluses, even with the sheep dice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then, like, one out of three, or yeah, roughly. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and um, the rest of the board, basically, he had his three units of um, the flaming guys on the right side, mm. and um, I shot. I was kind of shooting one down with uh, shooting the whole game uh, it was down to like two models mm. a champion and a regular guy the, the big unit of five that he had in the middle I charged them in the first turn with the forest rangers and the stack or the second turn mm. and just wiped them I mean I lost a few guys in return but I killed them and rover ran out of line of sight of the bull mm. and and he did like a, a really good move, which made made it that he was going to get my rangers. Mm. He was going to get my ranger with the BSB no matter what. Yeah. Like, it was between the bull and the unit on the right. Even though there was two models, I couldn't get anywhere without him charging me. So what I did is I gave the bull my rear, and moved towards the unit on the right, the two guys. Mm. But I didn't realize they had a champion. So my my the plan was that I was going to let him double charge me, challenge the bull, mm. and then. 
be stubborn and turn around and kill the bull. Yeah. That was my plan, but it didn't quite work. But I had a contingency plan, which was <laughs> the stag guy, yeah. like off, and I, if he did this and I stood, I could charge him with the stag the next turn, mm. as long as I stayed yeah. stubborn, right? Yeah. And um, and he made a mistake that he charged. They're they bodyguards, so they're stubborn. As long as the BSB's alive. Yeah, but the okay. BSB lost a wound the first round from uh, the flaming thing, yeah, yeah. he's in the front, right? But I had taken a few wounds off the bull. I think mm. he was on four wounds. Um, I did two with the poison shots. Yeah. And so what happened was he charged, double charged me. Mm. I challenged him my champion, but then he was like, oh yeah, I have a champion this year. And I was like, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. Now he's just going to stomp the shit out of my unit with the dwarf, which he did. But I was still stubborn and he, he charged in my unit, but not made contact with the BSB. Mm. So I was still stubborn, which was a mistake on my opponent's part. Mm. He could have gone in and killed the BSB, or at least tried. Um, Wouldn't you be steadfast? No, no, because, uh, yeah, I probably would have been steadfast actually. Yeah, yeah. So I would have stayed anyway. Um, but as a result, I killed off the unit in front of me and turned to face him. And then in my turn, I charged him with the stag. The stag <laughs> went in, potion of strength, bless his sword, five wounds taken off. Aww, rough man. And then at this point, my opponent was like, okay, good game. Yeah. 20 0. Smooth man. And that was the, the final game of my tournament yeah. and resulted in me winning. Yeah, congratulations. So, uh, how about you? Last game? Last game? Uh, well, I was playing uh, something. Uh, very... just, uh, just to interrupt you, my uh, hunter. <laughs> He now has a big bull's head on his tree at home, oh. on a big plaque. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Smooth, man. Nice, uh, nice win. Uh, my last game was, uh, was against uh, something a little uh, special. It was against a uh, uh, MSU orc list. MSU uh, orcs? Yeah. It, it was... He was a really fluffy guy. He was a really nice guy. He's a he's a fan of the show, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I played him. Name? Uh, was, his name was Jonas. Jonas. And uh, we had a really nice game. Uh, he actually also won the fair play uh, reward. So uh, congratulations, was a, Jonas! And yeah. a little shout out to you. Hope you're listening. Yeah. And thanks for a lovely game. Uh, we had a really good game and uh, like highlights from the games. Uh, from the game, it was all uh, pretty bleak. It was. Um, Secure targets, so we kind of both pushed into uh, objectives. Uh, he was trying to outflank me. I had my double treadmill one on each side to kind of uh, deal with any. <laughs> I know what's coming. <laughs> uh, to, to 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 kind of deal with all the the small stuff on the flanks because, like a treadmill, it can kill most uh, MSU units. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so I'm I'm feeling quite comfortable here, and it's all good. He actually moves his trolls towards my. Uh, towards my flamethrower, so I'm like, okay, this is golden, this is going to be 20-0, no problem. He then kills my my uh, my flamer, which is standing behind a hill, So, but he hits it with his uh, with his uh, stone thrower anyways, kills it off. I'm okay, I still have my flanks, <laughs> no problem, and my dreadmills move up to shoot uh, at his stuff. Uh, so uh, on my right flank, my dreadmill is shooting at his uh, single uh, character, goblin character on a wolf, it misfires, <laughs> uh, and it rolls one uh, on its uh, misfire chart, and boom. it dies. So, so now next turn, his uh, wolf rider can charge my artillery, and I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> that's that's rough, man. So my sec on my second flank, um, my left flank, my other treadmill has a nice shot on the on his uh, two uh, trolls that my flamer no longer could kill. So my uh, so my treadmill shoots, it misfires, and rolls a one and destroys itself. So in turn, uh. so in turn one, 
I destroyed both my dreadmills, lost both my flanks, and uh, and left a gate open to to kill my uh, my artillery and my entire backline. I was furious, <laughs> and my opponent. Well, when you're playing Wormiswarm, at some point you just kind of learn to accept when your when your army is playing for for themselves. Like I, like no matter what, I, no when matter my plans, kill, they were doing kill, their own thing. <laughs> killing off my own Thunderhawks and destroying my own treadmills. And my opponent, he was like, that, that was a game. Uh, he has 300 points more than me in turn one after doing nothing to my opponent. Um, and oh, uh, and I got just gotta say, the the thing that saved me in the end was the meat grinders. <laughs> <laughs> like the meat grinders. In, against the MSU uh, opponent, when you run in and you hit the same unit with two meat grinders doing 40, uh, 46 attacks, it's just it's just hurting him really. Can you uh, put two meat grinders in one unit? Yeah, you can actually, but uh, I was just mm. charging. Uh, I I had split up my meat grinders on each side of my yeah. center, uh, so I was charging uh, with uh, with thunderhawks and a meat grinder. Okay. Uh, into I was actually into uh, into another single ca character, the 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 spider. Uh, goblin king yeah. thing. Goblin king on the small spider, right? Yeah, and actually, with all the with, if I usually you do fourteen uh, strength four attacks against him just on from the bridge, impact, yeah. and then uh, then I had both my thunderhawks, so that would be six uh, strength five attacks, so that should kill him off, uh, even though he had a three plus four plus against my. Uh, I think I'll do uh, two and a half wounds, two point three wounds, two point yeah, two point two two and two third wounds. Yeah. Uh, in on when I charge him with with those two uh, two units, uh, but uh, I just did one wound to him in first <laughs> combat round. My my meat grinders just didn't do it, and then the one meat grinder uh, uh, ran off and and he killed one Thunderhawk. And next turn my meat grinder just killed him. Stuck. <laughs> uh, the the, the Thunderhawk. Uh, it's not working. <laughs> <that way>. <laughs> <laughs> and he just killed him, and he even charged in with the. Um, and what happened? He charged in with a, a unit of squeak hoppers, uh, not the the rank and file ones, not the, the skirmish ones, the yeah. national dashes. No, no, not the national, just just the squeak hoppers, the normal okay. one, the rank and file ones. Okay. And he charged in uh, to kill off my last Berman, uh, the last uh, thunder, the last thunderhawk, because then he could overrun into my mage bunker behind. Yeah. So I was like, this is going down south and it's going fast, like my dreadmills bruising me the flanks. <laughs> He's able to charge my mage bunker and all that jazz, and I didn't have the me grinder because I sent it out, so yeah. all my characters was in front rank. So this would go really bad. So my meat grinder just starts chopping up these. Uh, <laughs> just turns around. <laughs> and just turns around and just kills all these. Uh, it's like a squeak <laughs> <laughs> I killed all, like seven seven squeak hoppers in, in uh, one go with the meat grinder, and then there are three attacks from the from the vermin, uh, from the vermin, uh, thunderhawk killed off the the character, and then I stomped the <laughs> the squeaks. And uh, and then when he exploded, he killed my uh, with the squeeze he, he exploded and killed my my vermin hulk, uh, the thunder hulk and but that just won me like that secured that flank because then he only had uh, some heavy cavalry out there and I could kind of zone them off with the with the ruin spell the if you go through this uh, you will get dangerous terrain on two on two minus uh, well on one on two yeah. and he just didn't he he couldn't charge through it because he would take. He only had uh, five guys in the unit, so that would have been ten uh, dangerous terrain tests failing on one and two. So that would have been that would have been three or four guys dead just from charging through this one spell. Uh, okay. 
so it was uh, the perfect counter and yeah. and that's and that's one of the reasons why I love Ruin so much because you have the nice utility. Yeah, you got lots of different spells and yeah. for different situations, and you can not pick and choose, but you have a good selection. Yeah, and and that's uh, that's a, the the big template. You throw down your big template, and if your opponent just touches it, everything in the unit has to take dangerous terrains on twos. It's just really good. You can yeah. really control your opponent's movement. And that helps. That, again, that's one of these things that um, kind of solidifies your weakness. Mm. Is your one of your weaknesses is the flank. So if you can put this down in a good position, then it kind of helps you solidify that flank. Yeah, and it and it ended up by saving my ass because he didn't want to charge through it. Uh, the game ended. Uh, another cool thing that happened that game was my uh, was my God of Runners coming onto the backfield and just killing off goblins in in <laughs> hordes and just like charging mage bunkers in the backfield. It just did did all the work in the backfield and in the end. They ran in and killed off like uh, seven uh, seven savage orcs and then died horribly, of course. <laughs> but but still, uh, just did, did a lot did a lot of really good work. Um, so yeah, you should probably say something about um, Jonas' army. Um, this the orc and golden army. Like he's got some really cool conversions. He was also worked for best painters. Yeah, uh, and he got a lot of soft scores. He actually ended up as uh, in the fifth position. Yeah. After getting uh, four votes of friendly player, and yeah. he got a lot of soft score. Uh, so he got a really nice position at the in the tournament. Um, he has he has a unit. With, uh, what was it like a squig wagon? No, uh, the pump wagon. Yeah, the pump wagon. I'm not sure what it's called now. It was like but a, it's like a big wheel with some squigs running around inside. Yeah, it, it, it was, was like really a, cool. Conversion. It was like a treadmill, uh, but it was converted in a very nice way, yeah. and I really loved it. I really love that. And his catapult with like the troll pulling it. Yeah, like pulling it at the catapult. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, I, I, it was a really beautiful army. Uh, and it's always just nice to play against something yeah. that's that looks great as well and with some interesting conversions. So I think it was a good game against a a, a really nice opponent, uh, a good way to end off the tournament because I yeah. had had two games that were very intense against the tense opponents. Yeah. So I was actually in, kind of in a bad mood, okay. but uh, playing against him, like we started out and he was like, it, oh, "Do I, you want some chocolate?" I was like, "No, I don't want some chocolate. <laughs> do you want a beer?" Uh, no, he didn't want a beer. Uh, and yeah, do you yeah. want some nuts? No, no, I don't want some nuts. Uh, <laughs> but then I then I topped it off by bringing off uh, home uh, home baked brownies from my girlfriend, and, <laughs> and, and then he, he kind of had to take it home baked brownies. We can say no. And then after that, we just had a really nice game and just cool. uh, relaxed and had had a good ending. And even though I lost uh, three hundred points in turn one, doing nothing. <laughs> what I, was the end result? I still won uh, fifteen five. Well uh, done. By securing uh, both targets in the end, actually. Okay, so you got the objective. I got the objective cool. because he couldn't do against the MSU unit army. Uh, he my uh, plague pendulum. He just can't do anything about it. Yeah. It'll, it'll kill anything he, he gets into contact with. And uh, so all he could do was like chaff it up, and then in the end, I just positioned it on the objective, and he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. So fantastic. Great so yeah, that was that was our that was our tournament. Yeah. Um, I should also say that uh, Morton game that played the ogre. Uh, Kingdom Ogre Khan player game mm -hmm. four. He won the best painted. Mm -hmm. He had a like a troll army, yeah. a troll ogre army. It looks really cool. Yeah. It's everything's converted. Yeah. Uh, have uh, have actually have pictures of all the armies that have been best painted. So mm -hmm. they'll be up along with this podcast in the thread. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I should make a victory speech. Like, I'd like to thank my friends <laughs> and, and my mum and my, all the guys I've played against and everyone who's made this possible. And Emma time for... And Emma time for, Emma time for just for giving me an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, seriously, a great tournament. Uh, every single game I had at this tournament was fantastic. Mm. Everyone I played with was, was super nice. Even the guys that, that I beat really badly, like, they took it on the chin and... Yeah, really, really top guys. Mm. Uh, probably actually, my I know I won, so it's kind of hard to say, but it was probably my favourite tournament I've been to. Like I thought all the games were really fun, and I think this is just indicative of the ninth age. Like I'm really enjoying like the competitiveness, and I'm also really enjoying that it's balanced, and you don't feel you go into a matchup and you don't feel I can't win this, I can't beat this army because you can always focus on the scenario, and say, okay, if I can't beat this, I'm gonna get the scenario. Yeah. And I, I really like that about the ninth age. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's well rounded. Uh, I think uh, if if any of you out there uh, of our listeners uh, ever think about uh, starting uh, playing a little bit of international tournaments, I think uh, Giant Fanatic uh, next year uh, could definitely be a good idea because it's first of all it's a very big singles tournament, biggest in the biggest in Scandinavia, and it always have this uh, a little bit uh, different. Yeah, yeah, it has a very hobby feel to it, and the format is always just a little bit s- more than what you're used to. Uh, and I think it worked well uh, yeah, this really year. Well. The scenarios work so well. Yeah, and there was a good spread of people. Um, there was a few. There was like some guys in the bottom table. So there was one one silver elf player who was running like a forest dragon with a wizard, just mm-hmm. like a cool list. Yeah, like real hobby, like nice nice guys and. And and so you so you have everything you have the you have the paint well painted armies you have yeah. the hard games because you're still running into the old yeah. guys and and of course Henry Miller as well yeah that guy a really really hard matchup <laughs> the Amazon guys uh, yeah yeah is that exactly. gonna be a thing soon it's like oh those Amazon guys don't want to play against them yeah 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 I think you know we're getting there right we have yeah, Christopher like, came nineteenth yeah. twentieth something yeah you came sixth uh, ninth. ninth? Congratulations, Henry, one more, once more on, on winning uh, the biggest tournament in Denmark, and That's I can movie. understand why you're proud about it. Um, and I think uh, Emma Time, I think we're moving up there, uh, one best tournament, uh, best uh, team at the tournament here. And I think we did a, a decent showing at the, the ECC qualifier as well. Yeah. And yeah. we're getting into getting something. Yeah. Are you going to go to the Masters in October? In Germany? In October, I'll see. I haven't, no, is I, it October? No, I think it's. I thought it was October, but I might be wrong. Uh, I haven't. I haven't uh, looked at it yet. I uh, haven't seen uh, the the prices, but I think uh, I think it could be an option. Yeah, I'm, I'm considering it now. I'm I'm on top. Now, ah. <laughs> now I'm the best player. In Denmark. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna maybe show my face. You have to. You have to. Yeah, exactly. See what Denmark has to offer yeah, exactly. on, the, on the European stage. Yeah, I've got I got one question for you. This is more of like a, a random thing. Um, in England, we had this uh, this like advert on TV a long time ago. It was for this like processed beef stuff, and it was called Stag, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and the advert was like, "Daddy, why do you have to call it Stag?" And and then everyone like turns around and goes like, "Stag." And then there's some Yo, like chili? Yeah! My family came from Texas State, and chili was the only thing we ate. But my daddy kept us coming back for more. 
Real beef steak or chicken breast, even his veggie beans impressed. It's what chili was invented for. Now our family name is fine and well, and it's our chili that we sell. But daddy, why do you have to call it stag? Stag!